0: The most successful grounded people walking this planet have a specific morning routine that they follow every day. Um, With a morning routine, not only will you be taking care of yourself, but you also have a much more productive day if you start your day with some major positive energy vibes. This is where things like affirmations that we just talked about, exercise, gratitude, and meditation come in. So positive affirmations should be part of your morning routine to get your mind working for you each day Welcome to the mind your body show where you'll learn how to get your mind right so that your body will follow I'm Trudy stone certified culinary nutritionist author and mind body coach and several years ago I self-hacked my mind and my body to lose 30 pounds Each week, not only will you learn nutrition and weight loss habits, you'll also learn how to address the destructive habits and negative self-talk that lead to overeating and battles with your weight. The secret to losing weight and keeping it off is not only about what you put in your stomach, it's also about what's going on in your brain. So congratulations on showing up. I promise to support you on your journey with every single episode. Let's begin. about which foods to stock in your kitchen? My free Bare Essentials ebook is the ultimate grocery list for healthy eating success. In the ebook, you'll learn how to stock your kitchen, which removes the confusion about what's actually healthy. The ebook also contains healthy, delicious recipes so that you can put those ingredients into action and give your body the nutrient that it needs. You can grab it now at trudyestonecom forward slash pantry. There's also a link in the show notes for you to grab it. Welcome to the Mind Your Body show. This is culinary nutritionist Trudy Stone, and I'm so grateful for you tuning in today. Now, I get it. You've likely been stressed out, overwhelmed, distracted, and feeling like life is uncertain during these days of the pandemic and all of the current events that's currently going on in our world. It's time to give yourself permission to slow down for some gentle self-care. In this week's episode, you're going to be nourishing your mind, body, and soul. Yes, I know. I get it. You have a lot on your plate. You're probably homeschooling. You have many balls to juggle and you don't have enough time to think about all of this self-care stuff. Well, if that's what you've been thinking, I want you. Yes, you to listen up. And here is why self-care is about tuning into your mind and your body and taking the time to support yourself. It's about listening to your body when you feel drained and exhausted and loving yourself and your body just as you are. We now live in a society where there are so many demands on our time. Being in a constant state of stress without taking time out for some play and self-care puts you at an increased risk of disease. So today, you're gonna learn about the importance of self-care, and I'll be sharing five self-care tips and activities that will make your mind, body, and spirit a priority. The first question I want you to ask yourself is, How do I want to feel? How do you want to feel? If you have an unhealthy relationship with food, and listen, this has happened to many of us during this pandemic, it's very likely that you don't know how awesome your body can feel when you nourish it with the right foods. You might be wondering, well, I thought this was about self-care, so why is she talking about food? Well, nourishing your body with the right foods and nutrients is the ultimate act of self-care. And self respect. Think about it for a minute. Imagine if each day you ate foods based on how you wanted to feel rather than just the momentary satisfaction it will give you. So, again, I'm gonna ask you this How do you wanna feel? Do you wanna feel energized, strong, powerful, focused, happy, vibrant? Why not base your food choices on how you wanna feel rather than the sense of pleasure and satisfaction you gain in the moment? Now, I'm going to guess that you probably felt a sense of guilt after your hand scraped at the crumbs at the bottom of a bag of cookies. Satisfied in the moment, but an hour later, not so great. Foods that are loaded with sugar often make you feel bloated, heavy, or sluggish not long after eating them. If you've experienced this after, you know, that late night general towel or that rendezvous with Ben and Jerry, then you know exactly what I'm talking about. In that case, it may be easier to think about how you don't want to feel. And as mentioned in previous episodes, keeping a food journal can be very helpful with making the link between what you eat and how your body feels. You can either simply track this on your phone as well, or you can put this in your notepad. However, it's easier for you. But I do want you to get into the habit of linking what you're eating with how you are feeling. However, I think if you just tap into your intuition a bit, you probably already have a sense of those foods that you're eating that aren't making you feel so hot. Once you've identified those problem foods, start to make choices that bring you closer to how you want to feel. Okay, so let's talk about how to soothe your body naturally. But before I do, I want to share a quick story with you. Now, I talked about this in my book, Unbreakable, but... You know, one day I decided to try this new plant-based restaurant that had opened up. I'm not sure if I'm allowed to say the name, but I love their Aristotle Bowl. That's all I'm going to (laughs) say. Now, they had quite an extensive menu with so many delicious flavor combinations that I had such a hard time deciding what I wanted. But as I was looking at that menu out of the corner of my eye, I noticed that my favorite quick service seafood restaurant had opened up across the street. At the site of that restaurant, I was drooling. You see, my favorite dish is their battered haddock with heaps of golden, crispy, hot fries. Now, I had been up late the night before, and I was feeling a little bit tired that day. But in that moment, even though I wanted to dive phase first into those crispy, battered haddock and those fries, and believe me, I did. I made the choice based on how I wanted to feel. And I wanted to feel energetic. So I decided to go with the plant-based restaurant instead, and I chose a bowl from their power food menu. Now this bowl, it was filled to the brim with sweet potatoes, spinach hummus, beets, carrots, broccoli, shiitake mushrooms, um, sprouted mung beans. It had these nice spiced chickpeas and hemp seeds. It was so delicious. I'm salivating just recalling this memory right now. <laughs> but it was packed with so much flavor that it didn't even taste like health food. And this is what I always try to get across with people when I try to teach them about the importance of eating healthy. It's gotta be fun, okay? So find a way to make it fun. It's gotta be fast. And it definitely has to be flavorful. If it tastes like cardboard, we ain't gonna eat that, right? So that was the thing that I loved about this bowl. It didn't even taste like health food. I got so caught up in how good that it tasted in the moment that it was only after I had licked the fork, okay, I know probably TMI, but seriously, probably did lick the fork, (laughs) that I realized something. I almost immediately felt awake. Now, that is what I'm talking about. Eating foods that are in support of the goals you have for yourself instead of setting you up for failure and instead of making you feel opposite of how you want to feel. You really are what you eat. If you want to feel awake, vibrant, and happy, you need to eat the foods that support this. Your body actually is begging you to. Food has energy and it passes that energy on to you, whether good or bad. Now, Anne Marie Colbin, who is the author of the best selling book, Food and Healing, it's a phenomenal book. Um, She's also the founder of New York's uh, renowned natural gourmet cookery school. So she taught me this concept. But in her book, Food and Healing, Colbin says just as the nutrients nourish our physical body, the subtle energy of foodstuffs, you know, or you can call it chi, you name it what you will, nourishes our own energy field. So essentially, Foods that have energy give you energy. Now, some of the foods that make me feel my best are quinoa, lentils, green smoothies, sweet potatoes, fruits, especially blueberries, avocado, nuts, seeds, coconut, soups, and stews. When deciding what I want to eat, I usually reach for these power foods, which support how I want to feel. Now, I get it. Not everybody is going to love these foods. Not all of these foods are going to work for some people, like lentils, for example. There's some people who have IBS or digestive symptoms who probably should not be eating uh, beans and lentils, right? And that's going to make them feel worse. So, again, this is what I'm trying to get at here. It's all about having that awareness of how that food is making you feel. Okay, so start writing this down. Again, the easiest way to do this is probably to just grab your phone open up your notes pad and start tracking what you ate, when you ate it, and how that food made you feel. Okay. And I want you to keep doing this even for like 24, 48 hours. Try to do this like every day if you can for at least seven days to try to start making those links. Because sometimes when you eat something, you might not immediately um, get some sort of side effect, like say, for example, bloating. Sometimes it might even be like two days. Sometimes you might get a headache two days later after eating something that your body doesn't actually agree with or something that doesn't make your body thrive. So, again, get into the habit of linking what you're eating with how you're feeling. So, I talked about some of the foods that make me feel my best. Now, on the flip side of that, when I eat fried or greasy foods or excess sugar, I might feel pleasure in that moment, but it's usually followed by feeling heavy, bloated, lethargic, and just sluggish. Now, I don't want people to think you're unperfect. I am not perfect. And I do enjoy the occasional slice or two or maybe three (laughs) slices of pizza, wine, cheese, ice cream or fries. But for me, it's all about balance. So I eat those foods sparingly. Now, I wasn't always like that. And in fact, I eat the foods that I just mentioned, like the pizza, the ice cream, the fries the cheese. I eat most of those foods most of the time. However, to make the switch, I just started by making small shifts and using many of the strategies that I've taught you on this podcast. I also learned how to tune into what my body needed and eating in a way that my body deserved. You'll get there too, so be easy on yourself. Because in time, your body will actually start to crave those foods less, which make you feel good in the moment, but guilty and yucky later. Tuning into your body. And knowing how it responds to certain foods will be your guide. Remember, eating well is a form of self-respect and self-care. Now, let's talk about nutrients that help your body to thrive and and nutrients that help your body to manage stress. Now, there are certain key nutrients that are key to helping your body to manage stress. Vitamin C, that's a major one. Vitamin C helps to protect your body against oxidative stress. And that's a type of stress that contributes to major disease. And it also helps to curb spikes in cortisol. Now, vitamin C also helps your body to convert glucose into energy instead of being stored as fat. So there's some other key vitamins and nutrients that can actually help you to manage stress. And I'm also going to talk about uh, what some of the food sources are as well. Now, there's GABA, which you might have heard about before. GABA is short for gamma aminobutyric acid. Now, it's an amino acid and a neurotransmitter in the central nervous system that helps you to just, well, chill out. It makes you feel calm and relaxed, and it also shuts down all of that excess adrenaline racing through your body when you're stressed. Then there's adaptogens. So adaptogens are a natural substance, um, typically found in herbs that help the body to adapt and to resist stress, hence the name adaptogens. So a well-known example is ginseng. Um, Another really great source is shaga, which I love. Um, It's actually a mushroom. And I have a delicious recipe for a chocolate shaga latte. So I'm going to drop that in the show notes for you. And in that article, you'll also learn more about the benefits of shaga. Now, if you need some help with pulling all of these things together, if you need some help with minimizing sugar in your diet, minimizing processed foods in your diet, knowing the right nutrients that's really going to help your body to thrive, um, eliminate fatigue, and help you to manage stress, then I want to encourage you to head over to my website, TrudyEstone.com and book a free one on one session with me. And in that session, we can talk about where you're currently at, what's keeping you stuck, and how we can develop a plan to help you to move forward. Again, all you got to do is go to TrudyEstone.com, just click on work with me or coaching at the top and book your free one to one call. Confused about which foods to stock in your kitchen? My free bare essentials ebook is the ultimate grocery list for healthy eating success. In the ebook, you'll learn how to stock your kitchen, which removes the confusion about what's actually healthy. The ebook also contains healthy, delicious recipes so that you can put those ingredients into action and give your body the nutrient that it needs. You can grab it now at trudyestone.com forward slash pantry. There's also a link in the show notes for you to grab it. All right, so now that we talked a little bit about your diet, another way to practice self-care during the pandemic is to ditch your inner mean girl. Now, you know that voice. She is the voice that tells you that you're a failure at everything that you do. She's the voice that ruminates over every single little mistake that you've made. The one that tells you that you'll never be enough. Call her what you want. But when you give that voice power, that's when you lose yours. When you're in the cycle of negative thoughts, your emotional brain, or that inner mean girl, becomes dominant, and your rational brain is sidelined, so you're not able to look at things logically. Now, ruminating is when you tend to dwell on situations that you find distressing or upsetting, or when you replay a problem over and over again in your mind. Haven't we all done that? When you do this, you train your emotional brain, that inner mean girl, to become more powerful, which makes it more likely that you'll spend time ruminating in the future, making you more stressed and anxious. Here's the thing I want you to understand. Your thoughts determine your success, and that's why you need to rewrite your script. So let's talk a little bit more about that. So I've mentioned this before, but when you continue to feed your mind with negative messages, your brain actually starts to adapt to the messages that you're feeding it. It doesn't know how to choose between what to follow and what to ignore. You are the captain driving the ship, and you are in control. So you can feed your mind negative messages or feed it a buffet of positive messages. It really is your choice. But to change your body, you need to change your narrative. Every pound and every bite represents your thoughts and habits around eating and your weight you need to reverse the negative messages. So a helpful trick is to shift yourself from a fixed mindset to a growth mindset. And this theory evolved from the work of Stanford psychologist, Carol Dweck. So a fixed mindset assumes that your abilities or intelligence are fixed and can't be changed. These thoughts hold you back in life because it it leads you to believe that you are the way that you are and that you can't be changed. It also prevents growth, which can sabotage your health and your happiness. Now, with a fixed mindset, you tell yourself that you'll always be unhealthy, and that's just the way that you are. It will be incredibly difficult to create healthier eating habits if you have a belief that you can't change. Now, a growth mindset, on the other hand, assumes that with some effort and persistence, your abilities can be developed. It's a belief that you can get better at something if you work at it. This is the attitude that you need to work on developing if you want to make lasting changes to your health. A growth mindset will go a long way. It will make a big difference in becoming motivated and committed to eating and living healthier. Look, when I was losing weight, I had to work hard at this. This is something that I still work on, so it's definitely a practice. But when I was losing weight, I had to fight through the tears as I recalled how often I was called fat and picked on as a child. I kept seeing myself as, you know, that fat girl in gym class who couldn't do a sit-up or run a lap around the gym. So again, a great place to start is by rewriting your script, flood your mind with positive messages and ditch those thoughts and that inner mean girl that is not serving you. Okay, so you can try things like I believe in myself and my abilities. You know, I am happy, healthy and radiant. Even if you just Google it, um, just Google positive affirmations or go on Pinterest and look at positive affirmations, you're going to see a ton of them come up. Take multiple opportunities throughout the day to repeat your positive affirmation to yourself. You can even write them on a post-it note and stick it on your desk, like maybe on your laptop. So when you open up your laptop first thing in the morning, it's right there. Or put a sticky note on your, your bathroom mirror. So when you go in the bathroom in the morning, it's right there. Repeating these affirmations daily will help to give yourself a confidence boost so that you'll get the results in your health that you desire. This will also help to change and shape your thinking and beliefs for improved results. All right. So now I got another question to ask you. Do you have a morning routine? If not, you should have one. So, Mr. Danny Stone talked to us about that um, in two episodes back. He talked about the importance of a morning routine. So, if you don't have one, if you want to know what that's all about, how to establish a morning routine, highly recommend you go back and check that episode out. And that's what, again with uh, personal development coach Danny Stone, AKA My Hubster. Um, who talks all about the importance of a morning routine and the importance of cultivating passion in your life and how that relates to your health. But I digress. (laughs) So the most successful grounded people walking this planet have a specific morning routine that they follow every day. Um, With a morning routine, not only will you be taking care of yourself, but you also have a much more productive day if you start your day with some major positive energy vibes. This is where things like affirmations that we just talked about, exercise, gratitude, and meditation come in. So, positive affirmations should be part of your morning routine to get your mind working for you each day. Meditation can also be beneficial in silencing that inner mean girl, um, releasing stress, and keeping your mind clear and focused. Now, there are a lot of preconceptions about meditation. I get it. It's hard to sit there and just basically do nothing. In our society, We become multitasking ninjas and rarely just do one thing at a time anymore. This is what makes meditation challenging for most people. Now, meditation is a self-care practice that nourishes you at the deepest level. It's the time where you tune everything and everyone else out and reflect on your own mental and spiritual well-being. Meditation allows you to move closer to yourself and will help you to begin to understand yourself so much more clearly. It's really just all about living in the present moment and tuning your attention inward so that you can acknowledge what your body and your mind need to feel nurtured. It can even just be you know, mindful when you're eating instead of scrolling through the gram on your phone. And actually, pers- uh, speaking from my personal experience, when I do meditation, when I take that time to go inward and actually just still and calm my mind, a lot of times things come to me that I know that my body needs in that moment. So don't be surprised if that comes up for you as well. And you kind of get this, oh my God, like where did that come from? That does happen in meditation. That does happen in stillness. But many of us are not taking that time to go inward, are not taking that time to have that stillness and carve out that stillness in our day. Now, there are so many ways to practice meditation and easily fit meditation into your busy life. In fact, if you're constantly busy and feeling stressed, then it's even more reason to meditate. And you can meditate for as little as Five minutes. Okay. now, personally, I prefer guided meditations where someone is leading you through a meditation because I sometimes find it hard to just sit in complete silence without allowing my thoughts to drift to, you know, what to cook for dinner or whether or not I turn off the iron, et cetera, et cetera. Now, if you can relate with that constant stream of thoughts and if you're new to meditating, you'll probably benefit more from guided meditations and you can find tons and tons of them on YouTube as well. Now, I talked about mantras earlier, and there are also mantra or affirmation meditations where you repeat a mantra silently in your head over and over again with your eyes closed. Now, don't knock it until you try it. Meditation is powerful stuff. Okay, so now we've talked about your diet and we've talked about your mind. Let's talk about your body. So exercise, like meditation, is a self-care practice that shouldn't be overlooked. Exercise can have positive effects on both your mental and physical health. Not only will you feel like a million bucks, side effects include increased happiness, better mood, improved focus, and of course, a banging body. Exercise also boosts your self-esteem and helps with having a positive self-image. Extensive research tells us that exercise can ease symptoms of depression and anxiety. It also releases feel-good hormones and creates feelings of happiness and euphoria. In some cases, exercise is shown to be just as effective as antidepressant pills in treating depression. The most common struggle that my clients have is finding time to work out. It's easy to find an excuse for not exercising. So to make it easier, you're gonna need to eliminate those things that are getting in your way. Lay out your workout clothes the night before so that you don't have to search for something to wear the next day. And in fact, that's exactly what happened to me this morning. I decided that I was going to work out today and I did laundry and I forgot to pull my exercise pants and my socks out of the laundry basket. So now I have two laundry baskets overflowing with laundry. I have no idea which basket the pants are in. I'm having to sort through all of this laundry to try to find the pants in this process of figuring out, first of all, which basket the pants are in. And then second of all, I got to lift up the basket and like throw the clothes on my bed and sort During all of that, I'm like, you know what, Trudy, don't work out. Just go have a coffee. Just chill out. Don't even bother with the workout today. And see, that's what happens when we don't take the time to be prepared. That's when all of these excuses start to sneak in. And again, this happened to me just this very morning. And I started cursing myself. And I was like, Trudy, why did you not have the exercise top, the pants and the socks all laid out and ready to go? So all you have to do is roll out of the bed jump into the clothes and boom into your workout because those five minutes that I had to spend looking for those exercise pants, it started to kill my motivation a little bit. Okay. So this is why it's so important to just get everything laid out. Okay. Now we also share this in another episode, but when I started to work out to lose weight, I started in my backyard just with some jump rope and that routine each day developed into a habit. So whether you jump rope for five minutes a day, like I did, or, you know, get on a treadmill or just watch YouTube videos, just start. Just start to get some sort of movement into your life. If you plan to work out after work or in the evening, let's be real, something will come up that will derail your best laid plans. The morning really is the best way to make regular regular exercise a habit. Now, if exercising is new to you or something you haven't done in a long time, then just start with five minutes a day and work your way up as you build momentum. Even just a few minutes a day will give you a happy buzz and your body and your mind will thank you. Okay, so we've talked about the mind, the body, the diet, all of that stuff. So how do you remember to do any of these things that I talked about and make them a habit? Well, here's the thing. If you don't schedule it, it doesn't happen. So I want you to put it in your calendar. Yes, I'm serious. Just like you put your meetings on your calendar or schedule a dentist appointment, you should treat self-care just as important. Make a date with yourself and find the best times throughout the day to schedule an activity you enjoy. Talking to a friend who lifts you up, dancing, exercise, whatever fills your life and spirit with joy. Taking these times out throughout the day will not only increase your joy and happiness in the moment, but those positive vibes Will transcend to other areas of your life as well. It will allow you to be a better friend, spouse, mother, employee. Self care is an investment in not only your personal well being, but the well being of your friends and family who surround you. So the moment you hit stop on this podcast, I want you to take out your calendar and I want you to schedule some time in your calendar for self care. Now, some additional suggestions that you can use for cultivating more self-care in your life is, you know, make a delicious green smoothie. In fact, I have one on my desk right now as I'm recording this podcast. And it's really simple. I just get a handful of some organic greens. So, you know, some spinach. Um, I throw in some mango, a little bit of mango, frozen mango, a little bit of frozen pineapple, and I just add some water to it. Um, Sometimes I might add add some ground turmeric as well, just for some added anti-inflammatory benefits. But really, that's it. And just blend it up. Something so simple, yet so delicious. And I do recommend, you know, adding. And you don't have to add in fruits if you don't want to. But if you're not a big fan of eating greens, if you add something like mangoes or a little bit of pineapple, it will just give it a little bit more of a tropical vibe. And it will taste absolutely delicious. You know, some other things you can do are, you know, take a walk around the block. At the time of this recording, it's fall. And as I look out the window of my office right now, I can see all of the leaves changing. It's such a beautiful time of the year to get outside and get moving. Take a hot bubble bath. You know, read a book that you've always wanted to read. Just take out time for yourself. Carve out time in your calendar that is just for you and nobody else's. So I can't wait to hear about the self-care activities you guys are going to schedule in your calendar head over to Instagram, follow me on Instagram. I am at Trudy TrudieEstone on Instagram. Maybe just post a picture of you taking a walk or a picture of your delicious green smoothie, whatever it is, whatever ways that you are going to add more self-care into your life, I want you to snap a picture of that and tag me on Instagram so I can see and celebrate you. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Mind Your Body Show. I hope that you learned something new to help you transform your life and your body. For more after the show, make sure to head over to TrudyEstone.com. That's where you'll find all of the show notes. Also, make sure to head over to iTunes to subscribe and leave us a rating to let us know what you thought about the episode. And remember, get your mind right and your body will follow. Thanks for tuning in.